Action Park Media. Welcome back to Entertain Her. I am Sarah Sanderson. Erica Cedeno. Maren Coscarelli. Hi, I'm Zulai Hanau. And we're excited to be back in the studio. It's been a few weeks since I've seen all your beautiful faces. It's good to be seen. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to let Kevin Dillon take it away. Get ready for the wind down. Victory! I love Kevin. I think I'm, so I'm, I'm a fan. I am a fan. Kevin, thank you very much. This Kevin's means- shooting a movie right now. Oh. Congratulations, Kevin <laughs> Dillon. <laughs> the way He's you off. said that was so funny. We just talked to him. He's not here. He's not listening. But we love you, Dylan. Yeah, no, and, and he's so great in that. And the victory is awesome. Mm. Yeah. Um, so now we are in the wind down. And actually, because I wanted things to go instead of every week where we're like, who's next? Who's going? I have an order. We'll see if people remember or read who's going up. We teacher, got teacher, can I go first? Because yeah. I think my name was first. Guys, first of all, it's, it's, it's good to be here. I've missed you all. And uh, as we always say, favorite day of the week, because it is such a nice opportunity to like have fun and clear our minds and laugh and cry and do all the things. Well, anyways, I was laughing and crying about a week ago. I had one hell of a good time in Austin. I don't know if any of you all have been there. We must go. My family lives there. Okay. Well, we're going to go visit them soon. Linda, um, when you go. when you go visit Linda, you're packing me in your uh, suitcase because I have a few friends that live there. And I, you know, Austin's so cool. I hadn't been there since I don't know, um, ten years ago when I, I covered a UT game and the I did all the like. Um, tailgating and just remembered liking it and hitting up the bars and the live music was my favorite part. So I was only there for three days. I was visiting a very good friend of mine. And the last night I did um, like day drinking um, (laughs) and then combined that at my age with night drinking. And that's not a good combo Um, because lost my ID. And as I'm walking up to TSA, I have my little like phone that has basically the wallet in the phone. And so I'm like, TSA pre-check. I don't need to get there until like 40 minutes before I board. Front of the line, TSA pre-check, and they're like boarding pass and ID. And I'm like, okay, great. Here's my boarding pass. And I can't find my ID. And like, (sighs) I've woken up from like a massive hangover feeling super just unhappy with myself and have no idea what I did with my ID. It has my address on it. I'm paranoid Polly over here going like, who the hell knows where I live and all of the things. And so of course I, um, they needed to escort me through TSA. It is taking so long for somebody to come to escort me. And I'm like that person that's like, how do I treat the TSA? Do I let them know like, hi, my flight's boarding now in 10 minutes. Now it's boarding in five minutes. Now it's boarding and no one's coming. And of course, why would they? It's my fault. Nobody else's responsibility to take care. I'm an adult. So I end up missing my flight. I get, uh, I get, uh, what is it called? Like derailed or bumped, dis, dis, disbarred. That's not the right word, but I have to go to San Jose and then go down to LA. My other hometown. Yes, exactly. I was thinking of you. I was like, this is really sad. Um, so they let you fly without an that's ID? That's what I was going to ask. Yeah, I, didn't I know needed that. to show two forms of ID. So obviously my credit card. And then I had happened to have my um, vaccine card. So once you show a few forms of ID that can work, like government IDs, but yeah. Without a photo though. Yeah, without a photo. Wow. Can you say Google me? I literally showed them my Instagram and they're like, that's adorable. No, that's Your not going to work. I'm like, did You're I like, does Wikipedia work? <laughs> I, I swear it's me. Um, 
So, yeah, but, you know, this was all my own doing. So, anyways, long story short, I went, I'm going to consciously take take a break from drinking. I'm a, I'm a date, casual social drinker. I like to drink with friends, but I do tend to sometimes forget when I drink. And I'm, like, just drinking wine here, people. Like, I made the conscious decision that I was going to take a break. And honestly, it's been one of the best decisions I've ever made. Not that I had an issue with alcohol, but it's not about the alcohol. First of all, yes, my skin's never looked so good. I've never looked so hydrated ever. But also it's the moments of actually feeling like I'm letting people down because I am such a social drinker that like this moment is not about drinking for me. And I hope that that's okay. And by the way, everybody's cool with it. Yeah. I went to a premiere that was sponsored by an alcohol company with the alcohol company. And I had to literally say like, I'm so sorry, I'm not drinking your amazing cocktails tonight. And they're like, no sweat. I can make you a mocktail. And I had a mocktail and it was delicious. And I was like, these are beautiful things that I'm becoming aware of. Like how many times have I actually said yes when I really meant no. And I went to Stephanie's 40th birthday and I said to little Rebecca, I'm like, Hey, I'm not going to take shots tonight. I don't actually like shots. So if presented with a shot, I'm going to say no. And it, of course, yep, the shots came rolling out. And I'm like, I'm good, guys. Thank you so much. And it was like so liberating because Aaron, old Aaron, part of Aaron back in the day would say yes, just to fit in. To appease the moment. <laughs> to appease the moment. To Exactly. To appease. That's such a great word. To just please appease, go with the flow. And now I'm like, where else in my life am I saying yes when I really say no. So I'm out, so it's been like a really weird experiment. I've never taken a break from drinking, but it's not about the drinking. It's about like sitting in the moment of authenticity where I might feel like I'm letting other people down and not really worrying if I'm letting other people You're down. You're not letting us down, girl. No. no. So I appreciate it. Yeah. So Cheer, cheers to cheers our waters. I'm to over our here. Cheers to Erica and I's nine day old wine. Yeah, we'll explain we why. We have to talk about that. But I need to know what happened the moment I was walking in. So oh I don't know gosh. if that's. Yeah. Who explained. wants to explain? Explain that one. Okay, I guess I will. Um, so the girls were like, well, I guess we'll just all drink, not drink, because Sarah's No, no, drinking. no, this is how it happened, because it did not happen like that. So we have a group text, guys, the Entertain Her group text chat. And Erin voiced her, you know, her not drinking, you know, for a moment. And we were all very happy and appreciative of her letting us know. And then we all individually, not Sarah, but Erica said, you know what? I could probably not drink every day too. And I said, yeah, I guess I could not drink every day too. <laughs> a glass of wine. But then Erica follows up with the bomb. She, she said, but wait, does this mean for podcast Thursdays too? It was a question. And then you didn't say anything. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'm, I'll support Aaron too. (laughs) (laughs) And then then it became this for me. And and then what happened? And then Aaron's like, thanks guys so much for being seen. And then we come here and we're like, that was good with it up until I walked in. Cause I didn't want to drink today. I was like, I'm fine. Same. But then I had that morning that you have and I was like, God damn it. I wish we were having a glass of wine on the podcast. We don't have fresh wine. So we are not having wine. No, we are not. We have a nine day old bottle of La Crema (laughs) and um, it's a little pungent. Yeah. Well, I want to, first of all, I appreciate just the support in recognizing that this was hard for me. And that was when I meant being seen, it was like, I knew I'm in a core group of women that just respect up leveling and elevating and making choices that feel in alignment. And I know I'm surrounded by that. 
And if it feels good for you to make that decision, you do it when it's right for you guys. Mm. And I will support whatever's right for you. I certainly want you guys to be like, because see, here's the problem that's been hard for me the last four days. I fucking look forward to having a goddamn drink once in a while. And that doesn't make me an alcoholic. No, it's <laughs> no. not. But listen, that's gonna you're going to forget about it. Because now that I'm going on three months of without drinking, and I love a glass of wine while I'm cooking, mm-hmm. I now get that glass of wine, glass, and I put sparkling water in it. And it kind of just makes it feel more fun. And like, you're still having your wine, even though it's sparkling water. And you're just going to get used to it. And you're not going to even... I just don't know pretend how long you're doing it. It's, well, it, yeah, it, exactly. it is amazing that I'm, I've, I made the small plan of two weeks, and I might even extend it to a month, yeah. which is crazy for I'll me. I'll meet you on, uh, eventually on the side. <laughs> some, that side. Well, I did days make a habit? Is it 21? I think so. I went break? 40 days for for Lent. For Lent. 40 Sorry, days? Geez. Yeah, Lent? 40 days, wow. and I loved it, and I felt so good. But that first drink after 40 days was glorious. My glass oh. of wine. Because By the way, it, I drink wine. Because it becomes a special, intentional yeah. thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's what it wasn't for me. It was just whenever it was around, I would just jo- yeah. join in. Or while cooking. Or my, what? My, my habit is when I cook, I love to have a glass of wine. So what I want to do is not drink on the weekdays, and then just my treat is on the weekends. Like after a long week, after you've worked your butt off, you deserve it. Because it's the weekend, right? Yep. Well... We're here for it, Erin, and congrats. Thanks, guys. Congrats yeah, on making it for the week. Um, my wind down so fast. I So, you know, you have things you're like, oh, I wish I, like, did this more. I, the other night, was like, you know what? I'm going to play piano. Because I used to play piano when I was a kid. I did recitals. Like, I, I wasn't, like, amazing, but I was pretty good. Um, but I haven't played in a very long time. So Doug's in the jacuzzi outside, and I Google, like, how to learn to play the piano. And I start watching this video, and I'm, like, copying the notes that she's saying, and I'm feeling really good about myself, that I'm, like, actually sitting down and doing the piano thing. And I sounded pretty good, I thought. And then Doug walks in, and he just kind of stops in the middle of the room, and he goes... That was you? And I said, what? He's like, I'm sitting there in the jacuzzi thinking that we have some horrible new neighbor with some kid who sucks at piano. And I'm like, man, I can't even enjoy my jacuzzi. And like, why is this kid up at 10 o'clock at night? And like, what is going on? Oh, my God. He goes, never in a million years would I have thought that was you. And I was like, oh, I thought I sounded good. He goes, okay. So, So my feeling of feeling good about it was um, killed, but I'm going to keep practicing and I'm going to show them that I'm... Do you have video of this? No. We should record. Yeah, record. I wasn't that bad, but he thought I was a small child. (laughs) I was the neighbor. Pounding on the piano. (laughs) I didn't know. So he didn't think it was like Christian Bach playing the... uh, No. But I I mean, listen, I wasn't like playing. She was like, try this note and this note. It was slow. So I get why he thought it sounded like a kid. But anyways... That was me. I finally was like, oh, I'm going to play the piano. And then I sounded like a small child. So don't let him kill your dreams. You continue. <laughs> you continue on your dream to play, the play piano. one day at the Hollywood oh, Bowl. Yeah. I'm going to show him. You just wait. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So um, we took a little family trip to um, Matt's family in Washington State. Um, I'm sure you guys saw the pictures. It was beautiful. It was really nice. It's a very low-key feeling over there, and the kids love it. My kids, surprisingly, even though they are L.A. type of kids, you know, um, they're really in tune with nature. They love nature. They love—I think most kids are, and— 
either parenting or friends kind of put these other ideas into kids. But I think most kids are born nature-loving kids, and then adults and other kids put and introduce the, the finer life, right? The finer things in life to to children. But Jackson, are you like, saying we fuck our kids up? Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, we had an amazing time. Uh, he's uh, his dad lives surrounded by horses, so you wake up and you could feed the horses. Oh, it's, wow. it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And um, then we went camping. We went camping. Our last three days. Just legit the four of you camping? guys? Legit camping. The like four. you had to pee into a hole? No. So I will explain. <laughs> That's legit I know. Camping. That is legit. But, <laughs> but like you guys, this is, this is a compromise. This was a compromise. Because, you know, Matt loves introducing the kids to how we grew up. Him and I both grew up more of this way. Like, it's just pretty basic life. Um, just very in tune with nature. He grew up hunting. He wants to introduce... That's a different subject, by the way, the hunt, whole hunting thing. Um, because you're not into that. Well, I love the idea of it. I just think, why introduce them at such a young age? I think once they get a little mature, more mature, yeah. it's okay. Um, but he, he grew up super just... Country, do, country boy. A little country yeah. boy. And I did too. So I think it's nice to have our mm. kids experience those things too. Mm. That's very important to us because obviously we live, you know, more of the city life here. Um, but camping, it was not like that, but it was a compromise because I'm like, I've already done the camping, been there, done that with the military. You know, July, what it's like. I mean, we experienced it all. And I'm like, do we have to go to that degree to experience camping? Because you, you can want still to do glamp. it. Well, no, we did not glam because we had, okay, we had running water. And Where we had did you pee? Toilets. We had toilets and running water. But like we, a porta potty. <clears throat> no. It was like a community glamping. toilet. It's not glamping. Glamping is like an RV. We slept outside. We had a, you know. A tent. That do the whole tent thing, which was not well. Matt, Matt actually did it. Thanks, babe. Um, and we had it. to build the fire from scratch oh with wood God. and newspaper Ooh. and matches. Did you make s'mores? We made s'mores. Oh, you better. We cooked our entire dinners on the fire without like without, electricity. Without any electricity, exactly. So I think it was a great compromise to camp yeah. for adults, and but then intro. for the kids, get yeah a good intro into camping. Were you were you drinking? Uh, yeah, I did. I did get a bottle of wine on the way to at the grocery store. Yes, or maybe two. But how? So, what did you learn from that experience afterwards? Like, I imagine you felt more still. Maybe took the technology away. There was no technology. I mean, I took some pictures just for memory. But um, mm. like the kids, don't, the kids don't really do technology. They do TV once they earn it. But obviously, they were creative. I love seeing them do their figure out. They were just kids like how we were raised you don't get things you're you're not handing kids ideas of what to do here do this you do that or having to drive them around like I do all the time to camps and things they just have to figure it out let kids be kids you know which is what I really love but it was beautiful it was it was fun with we went with his brother and we were with his family and it was really nice but we do a lot of these things for the kids you know Mm. of course I think it was important for them to experience Jackson was wanting to like live on a campground he's like I could do we went fishing it was just really cool it was nice for the kids nice I love it I haven't been fishing in a long time we um, should go. What the at, heck? At, when I was at Camp Kennelin in uh, Santa Cruz, we had to pee in a hole, and I definitely peed on my sock, and <laughs> they made us 
they did sock checks. We had to sleep with our socks on. So they made me sleep in a pee sock. So what? when I think of camping, I think of that. And the girls made me sleep on the ends that if a bear came, it would eat me first. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious oh my what's with the sock being on. No idea. So How couldn't you change your socks, feet? though? I didn't have any other socks. We were only there for one day. And you couldn't what? wash it with water? But then I'd have an even wetter sock. We were going to sleep. <laughs> but anyways, I know we need to move on. Uh, my wind down is really small and fun. I went salsa dancing last week. Sophie Tell here in Los Angeles Ooh. has a great band. It's Angelo Pagan, who is Leah Romani's husband. They're awesome. And he has a band. And he's so talented, so incredible. So the night started off with a girl's dinner. And I swore up and down, I'm going to sit in a restaurant. There's no way I'm going to be in a black pit hole of people dancing. Girls, I ended up in that black pit of hole, <laughs> dancing my butt away. And I walked out of the Sofitel looking like a wet rat, truly, with no jacket at like midnight. And I'm thinking mm. like, what am I doing? It's so cold now. I got sick. This is why I have this voice and this cold. But moral of the story, go salsa dancing. Yes. I felt mm. so happy and liberated. And I got my groove back. That's all I have to Ooh. say. I thought I lost it. Go. I got my I love salsa dancing. I would love that. Okay, I'm going to plan it for us. That's it. Let's go salsa dancing. This weekend. I had a blast. Let's go Nice. Um, Well, so I'm excited about this episode. We had one a few weeks ago called What Women Want, and we thought it would be cool to turn the tables this week and talk about what men want. And we reached out to um, our male listeners. They sent us their answers to a few different questions, plus just some random advice. And I kind of am fascinated by it. I hope we all learn something. Maybe it'll be just something to laugh at or something to really say, hey, what they're saying is so true. And maybe this can help in my relationship or looking for a relationship. So I'm curious to see how this episode goes. Did you feel like you learned something new, Sarah? Well, let's find out if we all learned something new. We started with the first question that we reached out with was, what do men want? Which I guess that's a pretty loaded question to ask somebody. Like, what do you want? It's pretty objective. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to say a few of the things that they, some of them were the same, which is interesting, but they want to feel love and supported. Right. Mm. Which is also very similar to what women want. So like that's a similarity. They want someone who communicates, listens, compromises. One viewer said uh, marriage is a friendship, best friends, but also a business. Just because she saw her father pay the bills doesn't mean her husband will be doing the same. And just because he saw his mom do everything for the kids doesn't mean the man can't step in and play that role. Mm. Um, another guy says, we want the same thing most women want, uh, support in their goals and emotional support during their struggles. See, there's that supported is like a through line here. Loyalty, romance, passion, and unconditional love were the answers that I got. I know you guys got some as well, but I mean, I thought that was so cool that they even wrote stuff like that, that they opened up and were vulnerable and said, those things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because you kind of put this out to your followers on Instagram, our followers who follow us on Entertain Her Instagram. Mm-hmm. And we all kind of collectively, I remember when you guys were suggesting this episode, I'm like, this is a terrible idea. We know nothing about what men want. And then it became kind of like an exercise of like, no, let's actually ask people, ask men and Uh get, you know, gauge their, their answer. So for you of all those answers, what was like the most surprising to you, Sarah, as a female? I don't 
don't know that I was surprised by okay. any of them. It was more of just like, you know, a lot of times like we think these guys are emotionally maybe not as open as a lot of women or you know if you ask like I'll get to Doug's answers later because they're funny of course Um, (laughs) but these were real questions that I mean I could you might not know who was answering them I could tell you a female answered them like they just seemed to me very vulnerable and similar to what women would say they're also looking for Mm -hmm. my takeaway is support emotional support Mm. was kind of what it seemed and then the other part about just because you know you look up to how you were raised or what you saw as an example and that one guy said just because you saw this doesn't mean that's what's going to happen or how it has to happen and there's a lot of times where people fall into well my dad did this so Mm. I do this and then some people go opposite well my dad did this so I definitely make sure I don't do that you know it's just kind of Interesting. I hear that a lot from Doug. Like, I guess his mom did everything. And so he thinks, like, that's mm-hmm. how it goes. And I'm like, that's not how it was in my house. You know, mm-hmm. like, it's not. And he's like, well, no, the mom does all these things. I'm like, mm, okay. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but the next, the next question is super fun. Turn on. What turns Ooh. you on? Um, again, interesting answers here. So we have vulnerability. Mm. Empathy, communication, a woman who takes care of her feet. Wow. Kira's surprised by that one. Positive energy can carry a conversation about anything. Manicures, pedicures, sexy hands, feet. That came up a few times. Feet. Humor, casual elegance, and intelligence. Funny humor, kind, and good in bed were the question, the answers I got. So feet, you guys. Wow. I, now I I'm no like, idea. wow, we have some foot fetish listeners possibly. Um, but no, those men are looking at your feet. They're looking at your and manicures. Your manicures. They are. Yeah. And your manicures. Yes. Wow. I love that. Um, the only thing that I got different from you is, oh God, this person said, well, they, they said brilliance was also a turn on, but harder to recognize because some folks fake that, but confident men love a confident woman. Yes. Mm-hmm. Physical confidence who can have a, you know, hold a conversation and feel confident in a setting that isn't typically prepared for her, i.e. a, a table of men. Somebody said, uh, a woman who can be genuine in herself and organic and everything. I love that answer, which is what we talk a lot about here is just being like what you just so brilliantly talked about with your drinking is just being yourself and being confident mm-hmm. and voicing um, where you are. Men want affirmation. They want to feel like we trust mm-hmm. that they can do what they say that they're going to do. I know that Kevin needs that for me a lot. Like, well, you know, even if it's like getting direction somewhere, if I get in the middle and I say, no, I think it's that he's like, I trust that I can do this. I'm like, okay, trust. Yeah. yeah. Men like to be trusted. Yeah. So with those turn ons, anyone surprised by any of those? And again, these are coming from men. Like they're being so vulnerable. You know, I actually appreciate that it's not all about physical. I thought that that question was going to have mm-hmm. dirty answers. Yeah. Honestly, I was like, oh, we're opening a can of worms with this question. <laughs> yeah. I thought. But yeah. So, any, but obviously the feet, I was surprised by the that's, manicure, that's pedicure thing. Because um, you know me. Really? Like, I mean, yeah. My manicure, I didn't know guys are looking, uh, guys are looking at my manicure. Really? Well, so you getting your manicure for women? Myself. 
Mm-hmm. I wasn't getting them. For, what, I never was like, let me go get a manicure because I have a date later. Like, I never would have oh, thought that. I, 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 I have. That, yeah. I have. I always think and people. for shows. Men, yeah, look at your hands and feet. Yeah. Especially feet. I always catch men looking at feet. Yeah. 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 No, or, or I would get a manicure for work. Yeah. Or like if I'm like, oh, my birthday's coming up. Let me get a manicure. Yeah. But never would I be like, oh, this date. Let me make sure I don't have a chip nail. Like Are I you sure? Never of that. I'm totally sure. I'm going to push back on that. I feel like we primp and preen ourselves for like everybody else. But a manicure, mm-hmm. I just don't. I've never. It's not crossed my mind. Mm-hmm. There well, were years is... I didn't even wear nail polish. Yeah. And I had lots of dates. So. <laughs> I've been Fair told enough. I have a uh, nice nail beds. You do so. have really nice <laughs> nail beds. Nice and long. Yeah. You do. Thank you. Um, so let's go to turn offs. Uh, being rude or inconsiderate. Horrible attitude. Difference between confidence and arrogance. Mm-hmm. Narcissistic beyond the 20% mark. <laughs> Very what? Specific. There's a 20%, 20% mark in narcissism? I don't know, but I guess maybe like a little narcissism is what I would take from that. I don't, I don't, I don't know. There's a 20% mark. Uh, and entitlement were the turnoffs that I got. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, the narcissistic one was uh, a little surprising. We should get that person on the live, on a live. <laughs> so well, he can explain that. I would like to know. That's a great Why idea. is 20% okay? What does that mean? Well, I think because we're all narcissistic. Yeah. To some degree, we have to, to be survive. I mean, our ego has to keep us alive in a way. I mean, that's just the way we are. So 20% feels like an actual rational amount that feels like, okay, we can work with that. But like, yes, 80% narcissistic or a hundred percent. That's a little dicey. Right. I watched a clip this morning of Laura Ingram, whom she's neither here, neither here nor there the for me. The Fox news report. The very one. Yep. And somebody was just saying to her, Hey, there's a clip on this, on your, on the TV show, you And she was like, wait, no. She's like, wait, what do you mean? I don't have a TV show. And he kept explaining to her. (laughs) And it's it's mind-boggling. And I'm like, that is the prime example of narcissism. Like, she could not get over the fact that there was, he was not talking about her. (laughs) (laughs) I have have to show you this clip. This is, it's it's, it's mind-boggling. Narcissism on on display. Sorry, Laura. I've seen it. It is. Sorry, girl. Yeah. It's about, yeah. it's not about, it's not you, about you. <laughs> yeah. It's similar to like who's on first, what's on second. You guys all seen that skit? No. What? Oh my God. Okay. I'll be sending that to you I'll guys. send this and I'm going to post this on my story because I know a lot of you at home are like, what, what are you, what are you talking it's about? Pretty but funny. it's pretty funny. Yeah. But honestly, to go back to the men's topic, that is the sexiest thing is when it's not about you. It's like the collective mm. vibe of everybody, whether it's you're rooting for your male partner or your female friends, or vice versa. Like, that to me is the sexiest quality, is generosity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which you all are for me. Did anybody else get any write-ins on these ones? No? I got the t- mm-hmm. entitled one. Um, that was... Uh, Women who aren't entitled, humble and wholehearted, it's mutual 100%. Um, one of my friends wrote, when I asked, what, what do men want? He wrote... And this is, he's still single. He goes, what they can't have. Oh, like, well, this is why you're single friend. Um, loyalty, honesty, and respect. Those were the things, of course, what they want. Yes. But okay. I just want to give a shout out to Mitch Wooty, who wrote these answers in that I just talked from, um, he's in Australia. So we have some listeners in Australia and I wanted to say thank you, Mitch, for listening. We appreciate you being on the podcast 
or turning in your answers for the podcast. But I have one other thing that um, Justin Stover sent in. He said what is a big turn on is honestly when she gets along socially with people. If Mm. she's personable and can make friends easy, it's awesome. It's fun to be with someone you know other people love being around them too. And I agree. It's so hard. It makes relationships so hard when your partner isn't like not a social butterfly. I don't think you need to be a social butterfly, but if they're kind of a bummer. They're a drag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I think it's, 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 you know, look, some people are introverted. Right. And not great in crowds and not great in groups. But, like, I think it sounds to me people want their partners to be with them in social circumstances. So find ways to show up mm-hmm. for each other. Mm-hmm. Because you're there together, you want to enjoy and not have to worry. And that was the thing that I always did was like I was responsible, feeling responsible for everybody to have a good time. And now I'm like, I don't, I can't. Oh my God, that's so genius. When you're throwing a party or putting a get together and you're like, Sarah, you just went through this because I kind of heard it in your conversation. You're like, I don't know if I should invite, all. oh no, this was Allie, who, our friend Allie, mm-hmm. who just had a party. She's mm-hmm. like, you know, sometimes I throw parties for singles, but then you have to worry about personalities. It's so much work. So if you can just come and be personable and we don't have to worry <gasps> about pairing you up with people right. and making sure you make the cut and that people like you, people like being around people who are just have autonomy. Yes. Just and get along. Be nice. Well, not get along to get along, but have a have something to say. Spark up their own spark conversation. Spark up a conversation, right? Be yeah. a reason why we're adding you to this. You know, like be valuable, <laughs> right? Yeah. Bring, bring something country. to the bring table. Bring something to the table, yeah. or stay home. Um, <laughs> oh my god! That was so so the funny. next one was: Do you like when your significant other initiates sex? Duh. Okay. I mean, so, is that even a question? But listen, sex. I don't know. Some I think guys that's... don't because it's not like women where we're like, uh, you want to have sex with you? Like, okay, fine. Men have to be in the mood, obviously horny, like prepared, <laughs> like it doesn't work uh, otherwise. But... Ching ching. <laughs> so By the way, I'm if... drinking nine day old wine. <laughs> so if you're just like, hey babe, let's go, and if even if he's like, okay, it might not work, you know. But, I mean, you have to get them there. It doesn't. And then just what if they're just then... really not in the mood, and now Tired. they're embarrassed that they're not getting there, and like, why did you even? Or the girls the embarrassed subject? too, because then you're like, exactly. oh my gosh, I, I yeah. can't do it for you. Yeah. Like, what's happening? So <laughs> some guys like don't love it because then that's. There's pressure, like, oh my god, well, what am I gonna make if well, I turn her down? Well, there's pressure on me too. Yeah, god damn it. exactly. I have pressure too. <laughs> you have to do things. I'm not just gonna, you know, let the floodgates open. I there's pressure you're no here show too. Pony. I'm no show you're pony. Not, you're not some on demand, ready to go. <laughs> let's rare it up. No, no. Yeah, uh, I, but I, I just say one thing. I yeah. know this is really off topic, but when you're pregnant, especially, mm. it's really hard to be the initiator because, or when you're not pregnant, when you're trying to get pregnant. Rather. Oh, that's what. Yeah, it's a big conversation because I remember being such a turn off. Because I'd be like, babe, I'm on. Because Kevin and I obviously planned having a baby. And I had the whole clockwork, the, the ovulation, ovulation kit. kit. And he's like, we can't, we, we, we can't do this. Don't tell me. Let's just do our thing. He's but don't no tell show pony. Me. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm not a show pony. I was like, <laughs> okay. Uh, but I remember this being a conversation and we were both fine with it. He's like, babe, listen, do your thing. Like, do your math, m- math. <laughs> like, do it all. But don't tell me. Let's just, you know. It's pressure, It's too. pressure, yeah. Yeah. Well, so the guys that wrote in, yes, feels nice to be wanted. Like set date nights at least twice a month set in stone. Can't be missed or broken even if mad at each other. 
Yes, 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 yes. Or yeah. the guys that wrote in all saying, hey, they I like got it. an unequivocal yes on this one, too. They, they like men like to be courted, it turns out. They like to be courted in bed. I've never heard of a no. I, I don't know a no person <laughs> that would say no to that, honestly. But, I mean, you know. If you're out there. DM us. Let us know. Call in. Not call in, but DM us and let us know why you don't want your woman to um, initiate. Initiate. Um, Okay, so then we have end an argument. Talk it out. Apologize if you're in the wrong. Do something together, like get ice cream after. De-escalate it before it gets ice cream. Yeah, well, like a cute little date, it sounds like. Like bond over your ice cream. Uh, De-escalate it before it gets to that point. Agreeing to disagree politely. Compromise. This guy picks his battles. Says it's not worth the argument. Never go to bed without a genuine hug or saying how much Who each one Who is this guy? Where are you? The other. Wow. Are you married? Can we introduce you to someone? <laughs> like, what's happening here? Wait, listen. That's it comes in again, though. These are different guys. Oh. Men should know women have the goods. Think long and hard before speaking your mind. That's right. A happy woman is a happy man. Listen, agree, hug, retreat. Who are you? Wow, that's a good one. (laughs) Validation and compromise when necessary. Talk it out until you make up. Look her in the eye and kiss kiss her passionately. And one female wrote in, don't engage. So... (laughs) Wow. So what I take away from that is some men are scared. Like they are scared to have an argument. And that I don't think that that's, I think, I think it's healthy to argue. It's healthy to disagree, but you just need to be able to have healthy disagreements as well. Oh, I don't think I posed this question on my Instagram, so I don't have answers, but I just want to chime in. Yeah. The guy, so that was from one guy or multiple? No, these are multiple multiple people. Okay. No, that's great. I think all those answers are great. I've never, uh, the going to sleep not angry, that's something people should strive, but that's really hard. Like it how hard. it's it's really hard if you're in the in the heat of it and you're like it's still not resolved. Sometimes you need time away in order to yeah. make it a, I mean I, I a love decent it. Yeah. argument. Yeah. You come back and you're so upset and flared, you you need to sleep, you know? Yeah. To make it I'm not saying we're going to sleep like hating each other and like, you know, in different rooms, but sometimes that's hard. Right? It depends also how people communicate. Like a lot of women, we do want to talk it out. It sounds like some of these men as well do, but not a lot of men do. They don't want to talk it out. They want to just like not talk, cool down, and maybe never even speak of it again or have a conversation later. So anything else with the, anything advice you guys have on argu- ending an argument that works? Sex. <laughs> it helps. Always a good one. Um, I really think... and. For, for women, we have the tendency to say it's fine or I don't want to talk about it, like that guy mm. just said. And I think we could do better in just kind of confronting what is happening in the moment. Um, but absolutely never go like a whole day or like you have to come together at some point and, 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 and talk. And be the first to apologize, guys. If you're wrong and you know that you're wrong, this goes for both men and women. It's just not that hard. Get get out of your ego and say, yes. hey, can we talk? I'm sorry. That was, or I, and saying I'm sorry if that hurt your feelings is not an apology. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I'm sorry. Your feelings are hurt and I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really stayed with me, your story about the water with Kennedy mm-hmm. and how you knew that that was your issue and not anybody else's. Like, 
I think being able to, I, um, on my bucket list, which we'll talk about it at lunch, I put, I wanted to, um, start working with a tantric sex therapist. Oh, I know one. Mm. And Julie put me in touch with one. Elise, I don't know. Is yes. Miriam? Yes, Miriam. yes, yes, yes. And so I'm, I'm, I'm scheduled to start working She's with her. Amazing. And recognizing how I hide myself in a lot of things. And so confronting and being able to sort of say like, wow, I get triggered when this happens and I'm so sorry about it or whatever. Just more accountability of where I show up and don't show up. And I think that's actually very sexy, to be honest. She's fabulous. And this morning, Kevin bathed Kennedy and I walked away. Wow. I was like, bye. I don't want to see what's happening in there. She's alive when I, she was alive when I came out. I didn't hear any craziness. I was like, yes, it worked. I walked away and took my own shower. (laughs) Amazing. Good you. There you go. Um, So I just have a few more. So we have casual or not. So, you know, if you're in, like, sometimes you're hooking up with a guy and you're thinking like, okay, are we just hooking up? Like, where is this going? Do no, you, ma'am. Do you bring it up? Do you kind of let it ride it out was the question that I posed. The men said, definitely should come up if you're looking for something serious. We can't get back time. Mm. So important to have these conversations early on before too many feelings are involved. The men are telling us this. Listen up, ladies. Mm. Casual. Yeah, yeah, casualness. You have to put, not that you have to put a title on things, but... After a while, Speak especially up. if your feelings are, if you're feeling, you know, not good about where you are with this person, speak up. It's okay. They want clarity too. Mm-hmm. And if it's it turns sexy out, if yes, they up. want clarity too. And if it turns out you guys are not going to be a couple, that's fucking great too, because now you can go and find your man and he can go and find his lady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or just have fun if that's what you want, but no, at least know what's, what's know what it on. is. Right. Uh, this other guy said line of communication should be open on both ends. If you both want something casual, as long as everyone knows or something exactly. more serious, be careful. Precious time. Time came up again is spent with the wrong person being mm. casual. Wow. I thought that was eye opening. And then one guy said, never bring it up. See how you behave towards each other. Saying you're going to do something isn't the same as actually doing it. So he, I guess mm. he's meaning if they're Avoider. Not taking actions. I don't know. That was So those were the answers I got on that. But to me, time was repeated. So I thought that's so interesting because it is true. The longer you're hung up on whatever your casual thing may be, you're not meeting what could be your next. It's interesting that it's the men that said this too, because I feel like women usually are the ones that are pushing for the time and talking about it. But now good to know that men mm-hmm. think the same want way that and want well. that as well. Maybe women will and, be. And here's the thing. Women have the power. We care not. And I don't mean power in the sense that, but like we dictate, we're the ones that tend to dictate the flow of the relationship. Like we know what we want. Mm-hmm. Are we submitting, succumbing to, to their, mm-hmm. to them? Or are we deciding, you know? And so I think, um, it's very interesting that the men are actually wanting to, to have to a part, to have a partner, a dance partner to show them where to go and how to go. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. An salsa dance, dance partner. Ooh, See, salsa dance is all in this conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. We've got something you wish your partner did more or less of more listening, mm. less talking, mm. <laughs> <laughs> <Of course. laughs> more PDA cuddling, less complaining and watching TV. I was surprised by that one. Cause I very feel like specific. usually that's like us saying we want a little more PDA, but this man would like more PDA and cuddling. I'm like, well, who are these men that follow you? These these are our <laughs> listeners. And I didn't write down anyone's name. Oh, I'm sorry because page. these are from entertain her. Both. Oh, I, okay. I didn't write down, you know, their names. Cause I told them to be anonymous, but I apologize. 
And have you had sex on a first date turn into a serious relationship? None of the men responded to that. I had women <laughs> respond to that. I had a yes, married him. Those are two different answers. A yes, together five years. Mm-hmm. And another yes, married him. Isn't it, that it, crazy? It can work. Uh, and then a couple more just random notes of advice that the men were having. It's a good idea to know what type of relationship they have with their parents. Men mm. also struggle with body image problems. That they're problem solvers, they want to make it better for you, and they would rather have you over-communicate than expect them to read your mind about shit. <laughs> Difference between reminding and nagging mm. was their advice. I don't know if you guys have anything different on anything else that came in. No? Okay, so now let's get to... Uh, what our loved ones said about these questions. I'll start with Doug. Um, what do men want? Want to be left the fuck alone. <laughs> Zero responsibility. <laughs> Only wants the good stuff. Biggest turn off, nagging. Biggest turn on, subservience. <laughs> Sex. I, I forgot this question. How many times a week would you want it? Easy kind, six to eight. What? Easy kind. Too old to do the work. So I said, well, what if it's not the easy kind? Zero. <laughs> the easy kind is what position? Him I'm laying a, there? Uh, him Mich- laying there, I'm assuming. Oh, my God. Wait, is he joking? I don't know. These were his answers. <laughs> what Do you want her to initiate? No. Whoa. What? He said no. But wait, do you? Uh, not really. Oh. Oh. No. I don't. So then how many times a week is this happening? <laughs> oh, he init- he'll initiate every morning if he can. Like, like I said, he's like into the morning. Does he get the easy kind? <laughs> Clearly. I, I, well, now that I'm pregnant, yeah, I don't want him laying on top of me, you know, so <laughs> with my stomach. He gets the easy kind. Um, and oh, to end side. an argument, food, nice dinner. Those were Doug's answers. So no communication about it, huh? He's not a big communicator, even though he thinks he's the best communicator that exists. <laughs> He's direct. Oh, my God. He knows what he wants. What did Matt say, Erica? All right. So Matt said what men want is trust, support, and simplicity. Not to overthink or overcomplicate things. Hence... He's specifically Simplicity. talking to me. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I think about things over and over and over and like to talk about it over and over and over. So, yeah. Okay. Um, turn on. Biggest turn on is seeing me turned on is what he Aww. said. Yeah. Um, turn off is passive aggressiveness. Mm, also, I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> Same. So he says how many times or no, how many times a week sucks? After this many years, he says two to three is good. (laughs) And I'm like, what do you mean after this many years? He's like, well, it used to be like three times in a day. And I'm like, that was, you know, yeah, that was, that didn't used to happen. Damn. Yeah, back in the day. All right. That's beautiful. Do you like when she initiates? Yes, of course. And (laughs) when in a fight, best way to resolve it. He says it depends on the level of fight. Um, Exit. Until you're calm or listening, listening, understanding, try not to make it about who's right or wrong or whose fault. Mm-hmm. Matt seems That's so deep. One. He's very fair minded. He's very chill. Even keel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
I love that. Wow. Okay, mine was on the way to work, and I had to jot it down uh, while he was on the way to work. So mine's very easy and quick and not very specific, but I thought it was good. Um, John says, biggest turn on, willingness to do nothing, Mm. to sit in silence and presence and not feel anxiety to fill space. Wow. Um, biggest turnoff, feeling the need to feel, feel space with conversation. <laughs> uh, what do men want? They want to be seen by women. Men are performers, which I thought like peacock gave me the vibe oh, yeah. of a peacock. Uh-huh, like yeah. see my colorful mm-hmm. feathers, want to be and seen. Right. I forgot that. Pete, that's the men that do that, right? Mm-hmm. They have that book, the game. Mm-hmm. Any of you men who read that book, throw it away. Yeah. Trash it, please. It's terrible. It's all manipulation, let's be honest. Remember negging? That's so ugh, yeah. gross. Okay. Uh, women initiating, yes, but not all the time. Men don't want to feel emasculated. Yeah. But see, that's what I said, because if they're not ready sometimes. Mm. And then <laughs> recognize that we have the power, us women, and stop trying to take reins of toxic power and stand in true feminine power. True leadership is leading by not leading. Ooh, I like that. Mm, that's like, a good one. That's a good deep one. Deep and good. Deep and good. Well, I'll follow up with um, a very not deep. <laughs> 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 this is what he said. Biggest turnoff, over-influencing. Don't expect too much participation being a cameraman and spending entire days creating content. I don't know who he's talking All about. Oh, Instagram Yeah, boyfriend. but he does follow, like, influencers in the wild, and he's he hates, he's like, ridicules them. I never want him to take pictures of me because I think he's awful. So. <laughs> but I, but I, I see what he means by that. Like, yeah. living to feel like you have Over to show it on Instagram. Yeah. Right. And then you're not living. Oh, Matt, says, Matt says things like that. He's like, why can't we just enjoy the present and not and always have to yeah. capture it. Yes. But I'm like, you know what? When I'm 80, we're going to all be thankful that I did this too because it's kind of a memory lane of our family and the kids. As long as it's but too. I think the thing is as long as it's for you and it's not too sh- And by the way, I right. fall victim to this. Yeah. I'm like, "Oh, I'm going to this this I can say I can do da, 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 da. like I have to catch myself that I'm like, this is for me. This is not for external because then you get caught in that. So I kind of yeah. get what Kevin's saying. Uh, biggest turn on sexy, dirty pictures. Ooh. Hey, some guys love that. Yeah. These are good answers. They're sexy, great dirty answers. pictures. But wait, yeah. better than done. I haven't done these in a while. But wait a second. I was so going to say, I would like, be so scared to send them. No? I send oh. it out my head. I chop my I never send my head good. either. And Doug's always like, don't send this. It'll get on the internet. I'm like, well, my head's not in That's it. That's what he said to okay me before. I'm like, on forget it. I'm not going to send you anymore. But it's hilarious. I love that. I'm going to try that. Maybe he's giving you a hint without my head. I know. It's been a while. Because I've been I'm going to, maybe I'll go home and. You little photo shoot. I look cute today. You do, girl. I do need to wax, though. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen here, but whatever. Uh, do you like when we initiate? Yes. What do men want? Peace. Very simple man. He wants peace. Mm. Like duck. Advice. Mm. Cut your man some slack when he's working. Mm. This is a These are great answers. Oh. And by cut him some slack, it's just like, hey, babe, what do you want? Like, if I'm cooking, which I do a couple times a week. I don't cook every day. 
that's get like I, I don't know. I'm working. Oh, like, I hear oh. that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was like, I don't want to think about food. It's only three. I'm like, okay, go to the In and Out drive through then if that's a, such a bit. <laughs> but then, but then you're doing it to cater to that. You know, like then you're gonna cook something, a turkey leg, and then what the fuck? Why are we having turkey for dinner? Like, yeah, we're doing it. But most they're simple. They're saying that they'll appreciate probably everything, right? Because Matt oh, just I enjoys. Can, they better. It's, it's fine. He'll eat whatever. So easy. And yeah. he cooks sometimes too. I mean, he, he hasn't does? recently. Yeah, he. I'm does. a picky eater. I'm very specific. I'm not picky. I he and I are very lucky in that way. We can go anywhere, five star restaurant or like the local Cafe. deli, yeah. and have bomb food. A great time eating that. amazing food. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that does. I have cravings though. Food. I'm very specific. Like if I ate fish yesterday, I don't want to eat fish again today. And I want to. I like to, like to, to change the palate. Yeah. Oh, um, oh, you're fancy, girl. She's got a fancy palate. We got a bougie girl. We got a bougie. On the <laughs> I know, she knows what she likes. I know we got to wrap this up. There was just a couple other questions that were posed from the listeners that I thought were pretty good. Can a relationship be saved when the trust is gone on both sides? Mm. It's really hard to come back. It depends on Therapy. why. I think it depends on why the trust was broken in the first place. You know? Okay. So maybe. Sure. Like, what if they both cheated? I don't know if I could come back from that. I don't know. Okay. That would be hard. I think you it know? depends on the circumstance, probably. I personally would not ever. I feel, feel like I could trust is the number one thing to me. So I could not, but... You know, if there's kids involved and yeah. you have a family, that's mm-hmm. a little bit harder. It's such a subjective topic. Yeah. It just mm-hmm. depends on the two people, the circumstances, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't judge either way. And I, why yeah. the trust was broken. Like, for instance, let's say the female. Okay, let's. so you're saying male cheat on female. What if the female just at, was absent and wasn't around? You know what I mean? Like, there, yeah. I, I could then have empathy for the man. Right. Looking for connection. She hadn't had sex with him in three years or something. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like, she needs to do some work on figuring out why she's not showing up, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Do you think people can change or are they who they are? I think only people can change if they want to. Like, you can't change people. You can't make someone change. But but we we have brains that are neuroplasticity, meaning we can create new neurons Mm -hmm. to fire in different things, which is what I'm fucking doing literally right now. So the people pleaser in Aaron that used to exist even a week ago is like now going like, I'm not going to go down that same neuron anymore. Pathways yes. that have led you to the same damn yeah. drunken morning. Bingo. We are, we are, we are, we are firing new That's right. pathways in our brain and we're going to recreate ourselves. That's what Joe jo Dispenza says. I love and it. I hope so. You know, yeah, like you, I think if we go, I'm not happy with who I am today. Like you can look to see tomorrow or the next day and go, I'm going to create happiness in my life. But mm-hmm. at the root, root, root of that, it's like you can do that because you want to. Yeah. Mm. The point is, is that you can't do that if you don't even recognize, if you're not even self-aware. So some people don't even know that they don't like themselves. And that's the point. It's Bingo. like you, we can see it, but like unless I say I don't like this about myself and change the circuitry in my head and in my brain and how I think and all those things, it's not going to fucking happen. It just doesn't work that way. So, yeah, people can change, but you got to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. And this last one made me a little bit sad because I've also heard women say it. So it was interesting. Every guy he knows, including himself, have given up on dating because there are no decent women anymore. I've heard so many of my girlfriends say the same thing about men, which I my takeaway from this whole episode and this whole question and that everyone sent their answers in. 
we're not that different. We're not looking for that different of things. And we're sitting here saying there's no good men. They're saying there's no good women. We, we want a lot of the same things. So how, when you're in that mindset or that place, how do you just open yourself back up to be vulnerable and go and search to try to find someone who has the same values and wants as you? We should ask that to people who are listening. Maybe they have insight. Do you have, what's your take on it? I mean, listen, it's scary and no one wants to get hurt, but I think I always love like Moulin Rouge. It's better to love, what is it? Live and love than never love at all. What's the quote? It's, love, it's better to love and loss than to never have loved at all. Right? And it is true. I think though, if you're not, you know, able to meet people, it's hard. I, I'm obviously never did the online thing, but it's very hard to connect with people online. Yeah. It's scary. But I think being able to be in front of people to connect on just that personal level, that doesn't happen as much. Everyone's living in their own, especially once we get older, you know, in your 30s or 40s or whatever it is, trying to meet people. It's really hard because everyone's kind of just stuck to their, Mm -hmm. they don't go out as much. Mm -hmm. They're not as social as people were in their 20s. And that's why people meet in their 20s more so, but it can happen. I think it's just important to maybe do a bucket list and start putting yourself out there, getting in front of people, getting in front of groups, my, going out. My um, take on that is that it just it's how you're seeing the world. If you want to see it with scarcity, you'll, you'll see it with see, scarcity. That's what will show up. So if you're yeah. if you're seeing a world full of men that are, you know, not com- non-committal, and you're and that's what you keep seeing. That's because you keep attracting that because that's how you see the world. You have to going back to what Aaron just said. It's like. How are we, what is the world that we're seeing, that we're choosing to see? And once mm. we start cho- once we start to choose to see other things in people, the qualities in other people, and not their shadows, and start seeing the light in people, you're going to eventually find, through all the crap, you're going to find someone that is worthy. We, I think most people are inherently good than not. That's... Yeah. And that's manifesting, which is why y'all should have come to my manifestation dinner last night. And if that's okay. Outside, I would have. Yeah, same. Next time I'll do I was outside. coming either way. I yeah. just lost my Kevin had business dinner. Uh, <laughs> you lost your babysitter. Uh, but I agree, it's manifesting. So see yeah. the good in the world and it will come back that's to you. That's what's going to show up yeah. for you. Yeah, um, and for the single women listening to this episode, I hope that hearing some of this is eye-opening and helpful and maybe just makes you realize, okay, these men are not that different from us and want the same thing. And just to, I mean, listen, it's scary, but just keep, keep going on dates, keep getting back out there. Um, and if you're in a relationship and things aren't working out, hopefully you can take away some of the advice that we got from our listeners. And thank you to everybody who wrote in. Um, it was great getting to chat with you and learn a little bit more about what's going on. Yeah, before we go, we have to fall in love with ourselves before we're ready to fall in love with somebody else. Fall in love with yourself if you're single. Love your body. Love what you're studying. Love what you're doing every day. Create your damn bucket list. Create Mm. amazingness in your life. And this person will walk right in. Because when you're busy living your life. Exactly. When you're living your life intentionally and you're doing all the things, you're not letting schoolwork get in the way of your education which is the rat race that we're all on, which is, I got to get to work. I got to make this amount of money. No, just go be, like, live your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to get into super fast Decanted. Take it away, Kevin Dillon. It's time for Decanted. What is one movie that makes you truly laugh? Wedding Crashers. 
so good. I just watched The Breakup the other day, oh. and I was cracking up. So good. Vince Vaughn. Oh, Vince. American Pie. Ooh, that's a good one. Kicking and Screaming. All right. Yep. And this has been an episode of Entertain Her. <laughs> I am Sarah Sanderson. Erica Cedeno. Erica needs to watch more comedies. This is Erin. <laughs> I'm Zulai, and I should have said sideways. Thomas Hayden Church in that movie makes oh. me cry. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. All right, I'm, thank you so much. Please leave us a review. And for the people who have the reviewed us this week, thank you. That's so yay! awesome. And the, and the nice messages you've DM'd as well. We read them all. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> I love it, Erica. <laughs>